Welcome to the Aging Well Podcast. I'm Jeff Armstrong, here with Corbin Bruton. In this and the episodes that follow, we will share candid discussions on aging and hear from the experts. We are here to inform and encourage as we experience, well, aging. A good friend of the Aging Well Podcast, Sandy Griffin, recently shared the mathematical difference between doing nothing and doing the little things consistently. Doing nothing is like 1 raised to the power of 365. It still equals 1. Doing the little things consistently is like 1.01 raised to the power of 365. It is equal to 37.7. So doing the little things consistently makes for growth and for aging well. In our previous episode, we addressed not whether the glass of water was half full or half empty, but what it meant to consider the glass always full of both water and air. We discussed how this pertains to a growth mindset and for aging well. In this episode, I want to discuss further the growth mindset, or more specifically, the aging well mindset. Corbin couldn't join me today, so I'm doing a solo episode. For many, the most senior years of life become years of stagnation and decline. For many, aging is defined as decreasing capacity. For others, Those who are aging well, it is defined as a period of renewed freedom. Freedom to do things and to grow in ways that were not possible in our maturing years. The former is a default aging mentality. The latter is what our guests from episode 79, Larry Wolf and David Kravitz, call super aging. For those who are super aging or aging well, the glass is never full. The glass is never full because it is expanding at a rate faster than it is filling. Those who seek to age well are not settling on merely surviving for as many years as possible. Those who seek to age well are stretching their boundaries and continuing to grow spiritually, physically, intellectually, emotionally, and socially. They are not satisfied with the state of the glass. They have an attitude of gratitude, what I call gratitude with two T's but they are hungry for all that they can get out of life. I have a mantra, be your best today, be better tomorrow. My son's wrestling team has a saying, 1% better every day. A Y was accidentally left off in the printing of t-shirts this season. The witty response to where's the Y became, champions don't have to ask about the why. There is no question why, just get better. Be your best today, be better tomorrow. 1% better? 1% better every day is 37.7 times better at the end of the year. Technically, it is much greater than that because improvement is compounding. But please, don't ask me to do the math. Seek to improve yourself spiritually, physically, intellectually, emotionally, and socially, deliberately and consistently. In exercise physiology, we talk about the adaptation of a system in terms of specificity and progressive overload. The body makes specific adaptations to impose demands. In order for a body system to adapt, it must be stressed to a level greater than that to which it is accustomed. Can't grow after we hit a certain age? I call bullshit. It is true that we have certain limits to growth, and some levels of growth cannot be maintained for the breath of life. But we are multidimensional beings. Spiritual well-being is defined as the sense that there is something greater than self. 
physicists have determined that the universe is expanding. As such, our spiritual glass is ever-expanding. Our concept of self, of God, of our role in the universe is ever-growing. Physically, fitness is multidimensional. Even the most elite athlete will be deficient in some area. Perhaps our capacity to grow diminishes as we age, but there remains some capacity for growth. Strive to be in the best possible health and to remain as active and functional as possible as you age. Even great minds like Albert Einstein do not possess all knowledge of the universe. There is always something to learn. Einstein once said, The only thing that interferes with my learning is my education. Intellectual growth requires that we humble ourselves and recognize that we don't know all there is to know and that our education has been woefully deficient. I have a PhD. There is a saying that to get a PhD, one learns more and more about less and less until they know everything about absolutely nothing. There is some truth to that for many. The true benefit of an education, however, is in teaching us what we don't know and in creating a desire to know more. Anyone who is content with their emotional well-being and the state of their relationships is certainly not seeing the glass as ever expanding. A benefit that comes with aging is the wisdom of experience and the freedom to spend time working on our relationships, on spending time with others. Aging well is a mindset. Like any growth opportunity, one needs to have some idea of what they desire. They need to have a goal and a desire to grow. Ask yourself, what does aging well look like to me? How do I see myself in 5, 10, 20, 30, 50 years? Are you a default ager or are you a super ager? Choose to be the latter. Choose to age well. Small changes make big differences. When it comes to aging well, it is the cumulative effect of persistent little things that is the most transformative. Many of us look in the mirror and see a body that is not what we want to see. Just like we can't get in shape overnight, we got out of shape by small, negative lifestyle changes that accumulated over time. Change, permanent change, takes time. There are no secrets. There are no tricks. Progressive transformation requires persistence and patience. Baby steps. I like to preach baby steps. As we seek change, it will be the little things that matter the most. If there is a hole in the glass that is draining your life of health and happiness, plug the hole. After the hole is plugged, you can focus on growing yourself. You can address aging well. Earl Nightingale taught us that we should learn to enjoy every minute of your life. Be happy now. Don't wait for something outside of yourself to make you happy in the future. Think how really precious is the time you have to spend, whether it is at work or with your family. Every minute should be enjoyed and savored. Practice stacking, progressively adding small changes, and bam, in the blink of an eye, you can be on track to steady, sustainable change. The choices are yours to make. Kaizen is the Japanese word for continuous improvement. It is a theme that is central to well-centered fitness and to aging well. It is pretty much a daily thing for me to tell my children to fail. I want them to to take intelligent risks, to try new things. In life, we need to be encouraged to make mistakes. When an athlete takes risks in practice, plays to his or her weaknesses, the athlete prepares to perform at the highest level in competition. If we want to age well, we need to prepare ourselves to make mistakes and to fail. 
Falling short of expectations is a necessity for growth. It goes back to the overload principle in exercise science. If we are stressing ourselves beyond our comfort zone, we will invariably fail. But in the long term, we will grow. We are not growing if we are not failing. We are not failing if we are not challenging ourselves. We are not challenging ourselves if we are not taking risks. We do our society a disservice when we discourage failure, whether through shame or sheltering. The result is both an unwillingness to extend one's comfort zone and risk failing and the complete collapse of confidence when one does fail. I wrote a blog post several years ago titled, Grateful for the Pain. I shared the Dan Gable quote, Pain is nothing compared to what it feels like to quit. Give everything you got today for tomorrow may never come. I wrote that the quote reminds me to embrace the grind. The challenges which will come in life with persistence and, above all, gratitude, the attitude of gratitude. Gratitude, with two T's, is not pain-free. It is the recognition that this moment is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. There can be no quitting or letting up until the end. So give everything you got today and be grateful. We are often asked, what advice would you give your younger self? I propose that the question is, who do we want our future self to be? So what are you doing today to be better than yesterday and to prepare to be better tomorrow? What are you doing today to age well? Thank you for listening. I hope you benefited from today's podcast. And until next time, keep aging well.